And after he is born, the Gospel records that many people in the region of Judea were saying, Who will this child be? The hand of God is with him. Who will this child be? The hand of God is with him. The hand of God in the New Testament and in the early church age and even now means that the purposes and plans of God will be fulfilled in someone's life. If the hand of God is with you, that means the purpose and the plans that God has for you will be fulfilled. But we as Christians should not get comfortable in feeling that the hand of God is with us. For the hand of God requires that we pray and we fast, that we have a personal relationship with God. You see, in God's foreknowledge, He saw that John the Baptist would fulfill his mission and not drop it in the middle of his life or forget about it or walk away. So that is why the Gospel records the hand of God was with John the Baptist. So you and I, yes indeed, the hand of God is with us. But we should always pray and supplicate before God that He does not take it away. God wants to give you His protection, His healing, His mercy, His grace through His divine hands which come from the heavens and bless all those who love Him here on earth. I believe each and every single one of you are those blessed people. Blessed people who have the hand of God over them and are receiving the protection and the grace and the mercy of God. There are five ways that God's hand comes over a believer. The hand of God can come over you in five ways. And from my experience, I have learned that the first is to protect us from any harm. Whenever you leave your house, don't leave without saying Psalm 91. You need that protection from harm. He who dwells in the secret place of the Most High and abides in the shadow of the Almighty will say unto the Lord, My God and my refuge, in whom I confide. For he shall deliver you from the snare of offense and from idle talk, and so forth and so on. You have to recite Psalm 91 whenever you leave your house, whenever you are in your car, or you're entering into a situation that you are unsure of. Psalm 91 gives us protection from harmful situations. 
The second is protection from evil people. Whenever you begin to be blessed in your life, whenever God's prosperity is with you, whenever His anointing is upon you, there's always that one person, that somebody, that's going to come in and try to ruin it all. And you need to pray the prayer of protection against evil people who come against you, against your family, because it only takes one person to ruin something that God has blessed. Now indeed, God will protect you and He will always shield you. Nevertheless, in Psalm 140, the psalmist says, protect me from wicked men, protect me from their plans, for their mouths are like venomous snakes. Whenever you feel that there is someone coming against you for no apparent reason, read Psalm 140. And the third is protection from evil spirits and demonic forces. Now I know some people don't believe in such things or they believe it's fantasy, but I have seen these things with my own eyes and I know they, they are real. Whenever you watch something that uh, is inappropriate, whenever you are in a crowd and doing something that uh, is not godly, there can be demonic spirits that influence us, that, that come into uh, attachment with us. And it is always important that when we encounter demonic spirits or when we encounter those evil spirits, especially when uh, they tempt us to sin and to move away from God, always recite Ephesians chapter 6. Be strong in the power and the strength of the Lord. Put on the armor of God. For we are not wrestling with flesh and blood, but with darkness and the principalities of this universe. And he goes on to say how we have to put on the breastplate of righteousness and all of the vestments, spiritually speaking, of God that protect us from evil spirits and from demonic spirits. And the fourth one is healing. God wants to heal us in our diseases, in our infirmities, and God desires to do this in His own will. I've experienced in my own life healing that has happened miraculously. That's one of the reasons why I converted or had a born-again experience because God directly healed me from an issue with my prostate. And so God can heal. And then again, I look at the lives of other people where I have prayed and God has not brought healing. Nevertheless, we should ask. Ask, and it shall be given to you. Seek, and you shall find. Not, and the door shall be opened to you. So let us ask. 
In asking, let us repeat Psalm 103, 103. Psalm 103 speaks about the greatness of God and how He delivers us from our iniquities, from our diseases, how He lifts us out of the pit. And finally, the fifth one is, the fifth one, I gotta remember The fifth one is protection for, for our families. We need to pray for our families, especially during this time. This time in an age where our culture and our society is not promoting family life, and they're not promoting Christian life. So we always have to pray for the protection of our family. The protection of our family is so important because the enemy can always try to come against our family. But what I say is that, like the Holy Family, St. Joseph, St. Mary, and Jesus Christ. God has a purpose in our family life. So each one of you, when you go home, and when you pray in the evening, pray for the protection of God. And that comes especially in Psalm 29, where the psalmist says that the children will inherit the land, and the promises of God are sure and steadfast. So during these days, let us pray that the hand of God be with us and upon us and upon our families. Let's bow our heads in a word of prayer. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for this afternoon. We especially pray for all those individuals that are gathered here. We know that we are sinners and we have transgressed in many ways. Nevertheless, we know, O oh Lord, your grace and mercy is abounding in our life. We thank you for your forgiveness. We thank you that your hand has not come, uh, not rejected us, but your hand is with us. And we thank you for your protection and for your healing. In your precious name we pray, amen. Today is a day that we remember the passing of our beloved Barnabas Domain. So we will pray for him in the Cochleon, and we ask that everyone take part in the second Cochleon and pray for our dear Barnabas shall be clothed in righteousness and your saints in glory. Hallelujah, hallelujah, for your servant David's sake, turn not away the face of your anointed.
pure deacons and bishops who have served in your presence with holiness and purity. Do not bring them to judgment. Do not permit their feet that trod on the steps of your holy altar to tread on life holes. Do not silence their mouths and tongues that sang spiritual hymns so that they may become clothed. Do not darken their eyes that read your holy books so that they may become desperate termites and worms. Do not permit their hands that administrate your holy and adorable mysteries to curl up in life holes. Therefore, O Lord, listen to our prayers for them and propitiate it unto all the sins and errors. Commit 